This is a Ward Scott Files advisory. The Ward Scott Files podcast may contain material not suited for people who are easily offended. Trust us on this. This show contains adult information and opinions. Please protect small children, sensitive pets, fragile houseplants, and liberal relatives. Thank you. The warthog. He's going to come up the steps. Here he comes. Oh my goodness, and he's huge. Hello, boy. I wonder if we can pet him. Hi, boy. Good morning, good morning. Don't talk here, by golly. Don't talk luck. On the Monday after, what can I say? Wow. We got a lot to talk about in Coach Hall's locker room today. It's uh, yeah, you run out of you run out of work to describe it. You really do. Fifty some years of this stuff, and it just keeps getting better. Really, it actually does. You wouldn't think it could. You'd think we'd reach a saturation point. We just couldn't take it again. But no, no, it just seems to be locked into our culture, or vice versa, or both. Uh, we are in Coach Hall's locker room. Uh, we are in the Melvin Law Studio. Melvin Law is actually, on top of it all, the only official law firm partner of the Florida Gators. You know, they do a big sports, uh, great job with sports in our community, every Melvin does. And so that's all part of our uh, lifestyle here. <clears throat> and then, of course, we've got uh, protected by private vessel 24-7, 365. And brought to you by great sponsors like Shoot PTR, Style Cuts, uh, Ocasio's, Allstate Insurance, R Construction, etc., etc. Long as five cleaners. So, um, and somebody said in the background music, don't hear it here, Ken. Um, if I do it in the background music, let me check. Yeah, I turned myself on. I'm not doing it. Ken, you must be hearing. Ken, you're getting to be about like me. Um, perhaps. I don't mean this in a negative way. I mean, we just start seeing things and hearing things, don't we? So, uh, I will check it out. I don't think we have background music on. Thank you very much for letting us in on that. <clears throat> I do have, um, um, recovering. You know, I mean, recovering from sitting. Now, okay, is that possible? I mean, it really is. Is it possible to exhaust yourself sitting? Now, let me tell you what I sat through this weekend, and I am just elated over this. Both the women's University of Florida basketball team and the men's University of Florida basketball team, I tell you, they're Watch playing me. basketball right now. <clears throat> I mean, really, they really are. They're running up and down the court. They're in the trees, driving the basket, they're banging on the boards. It's fun to watch. Win or lose. The women have got as much team speed as the University of Florida as I've seen quite a while. I've always liked Coach Kelly Ray. But now, somehow, some way, she's lit a fire on these people and they're playing the type of basketball you like to watch. And the men, 
I'm telling you, the last two or three games, they screwed up. They took their foot off the gas pedal. They haven't done it lately. They have kept that pedal to the metal. And they are going out. I mean, he got three seven-footers. It's an amazing assembly of talent. And they're playing well. They're really doing well. And uh, it's, it's uh, quite something to watch. I'm so thankful. And I know you don't get a straight answer, so there's no point in asking how much money from name, image, and likeness they're taking it by these teams. Um, don't ask me. I don't go probe anymore. It really doesn't interest me that much. <clears throat> so, um, all, it is what it is. As we say, as we say more and more, as we get older, it is what it is. So, um, that is, that is another thing that's happened is, uh, the sports here locally have really been doing quite well. And that's a big part of what the coaches have done. Figured out how to put combinations together, get the right people on the floor together, play the best they can play. Well, um, there's always these things that come up on a morning after a Super Bowl that are real numbers. You don't see them much. The issue of Taylor Swift at the game, it doesn't interest me at all. I have no problem with the game. I have no problem with uh, um, the camera going there once in a while. I mean, it's a human interest story. And she amazingly I never paid a darn tinker's darn to the girl before Kelsey. I mean, I just thought she was one more, albeit talented person, who made her way in the world. God bless her. And now all of a sudden, she's demonstrated that she's not only capable, but does it crisscross the world in one race with the sun get back for the boyfriend's football I mean that story is as old as cows coming the exception that it's a real story with real money with real people on a larger scale a sustained story it's it's great so he places back with me she lit the thing up you know one of she filled the stadium the same way as the ball team she brings in about 330 million per stadium. Now, you know that we're talking billions for the NFL. Nevertheless, interesting. We have that kind of situation going on now. So, I ran across this ad. Well, this number. It's not an ad. It is a uh, TV show. Taylor Swift, 12 times for a total, be ready for this, of 53 seconds. I thought that was interesting. I did not see the team be dwelling, dwelling Taylor Swift. I saw a flash of her shoulder, 
her to play. Is that one another? But I didn't see her. You see, a disproportionate amount of time. To me, is that well? There's an interesting person. They do that quite often in the stands. They'll pan the stands and show you a, 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 a political celebrity. <clears throat> well, supposedly, that should be uh, the company of the big power brokers there in that personal space there. Um, the television showed her well time. She appeared happy and rested. That's good. Now, some of you are driven nuts. What is this? Um, somebody, let me check. Ken, let me check. Um, Zach, have you got um, something running in the background? All I know are taking butt and taking names. Ah, come on! Come from Panda 4. Okay, you guys, I'm to take time out of texting. What are they talking about? Okay. Okay, guys. Well, let's see if I can get this back. Okay, guys. Um, we think we fixed it. I'm looking at Ken Hillier, um, Plantation Mark. Neither of you guys does it take much to uh, drive you all nuts. So I'm going to watch the chat line. We believe we have it fixed. Thank you for letting me know. Okay. Well, Taylor Swift shown 12 times for a total of 53 seconds. Um, that's not much. Less than six seconds per, per uh, camera glimpse, is it not? Now, <clears throat> if you wanted to run an ad on Super Bowl, a 30-second ad, <clears throat> what do you think it cost you? 30-second ad. By the way, I'm going to get into the ads in a moment. I thought they really sucked. I couldn't understand half of them. I watched them over the years, you know. They, they've, they've gone from having horses five day off with beer and uh, what happened to that? It's some kind of weird discussion, I think, but technicality, decky stuff. I mean, uh, what are these ads about? What are they trying to get me to buy? Or maybe, here's the thing. Maybe I'm already buying it, and I don't know it. Because that happens a lot. But $7 million for a 30-second Super Bowl ad, okay? In case anybody ever asked 
Looks like the sound is fixed. Now, there's some other things about this world of big time money, big time sports. About $170 billion uh, per year. Well, the NFL is worth about $170 billion, 32 teams. All those stadiums are subsidized by the local markets. And you've heard us talk about diversity, equity, and inclusion. Well, I ran across this article, I believe it was the Wall Street Journal, that had devoted quite an analysis into diversity, equity, and inclusion as to how it was used by the NFL and more particularly how it was used by the San Francisco 49ers. Now, this was written before the 49ers lost. They were on the clock. That's where it starts. During the third round of the 2022 NFL draft, when they decided to do something unconventional. They decided they would use their pick to select a kicker. But what was even more surprising than their choice of player was how the team received that third round pick in the first place. So they decided to take a pick, a kicker, with their selection opportunity. San Francisco only earned the extra selection, the number 99 overall pick that they used on kicker Jake Moody through a new diversity initiative by the NFL. And we understand the importance of these kickers. The kicker that Kansas City had yesterday was par excellence. You guys not going to miss. 50, 60 yards, put it in the back. What's he worth? He's worth a lot. Well, San Francisco's kicker, but you can boil it down to his right foot. was anticipated to be influential in the Super Bowl yesterday. But, therefore, San Francisco started with a plan to get a Jason, um, a Jake Moody in 2020. When they 
where the NFL encouraged teams. Here we go now. This is the kind of uh, political pothole. The NFL encouraged teams to develop a diversity in their coaching and front office ranks. Now, you're always hearing about, oh, no black here, no black there. The matter is, in coaching ranks, it's very well balanced. There are head black coaches coaching in the ranks. So now they wanted to go looking to see if the other jobs are available. Do you have any diversity, equity, any inclusion in your own office? Do you have any minority assistants? Do you have any executives that eventually have a chance to become a head coach? The 49ers, rather than try to figure out a way to duck this, develop a strategy they hoped would benefit them from it. Now this uh, Jake Moody, and by the way, <clears throat> it doesn't take much to be a minority. Okay? It doesn't take much for a person of color to be Hispanic can be what I call Negro. You can be Native American. There are any number of ways by which you qualify and you've teamed, therefore, the advantage of this diversity plan. So, What would eventually happen is thinking of San Francisco is whenever minority assistants and executives were hired away to become the head coaches or general managers of other clubs, the league would reward those teams with more capital uh, draft capital. So San Francisco will get draft capital when they hire the people to put them in the front office and they'll get draft capital when those people get hired by other teams to go be involved in the league with the team somewhere else. And the 49ers have used this. Moody, for example, is one of eight picks San Francisco has acquired since um, they decided to take advantage of what I call a soft use of diversity, equity, and inclusion. They're not going to have any real reason to use that on the field because if nobody cares on the field what color you are. That's the last thing they care about. They care about when you're not the snot out of somebody on the field and you jump higher. You run faster. They don't care about anything else. 
So, Border Niners succeeding in developing this diverse coaching and people want to see if it worked last night. Well, it did and it didn't. Of course, the ball went through the uprights, but it wasn't the winning delivery of the ball. So, Nevertheless, the 49ers are using this as a methodology for hedging the bet on the talent they have on their team. Because when they get the talent, it may pan out at that level on their team, or they may trade it to some other team and get, get points there. So, in any way they do it, they have said that their goal is to win football teams and to identify the best people they can do do that with and have an open mind about doing. It. Well, you know, I got no, I got no problem with that. <clears throat> so, the NFL launched this program in 2020. This is 20. I'm losing track of fingers and toes. 2025, 2024, to win football game. And this this, this little program came out, if you remember, against the backdrop of Black Lives Matter. 2020, that swept the nation. Black, black lives man swept them. So the NFL, in an attempt to get ahead of this, recognized that it faced a major issue over the lack of diversity among head coaches and general managers. Now, that's different. It's changed. The player of the year is black. The NFL. So all this was intended to motivate clubs to foster minority talent, then put them in high-priced assistant jobs that will generate competition for the skill. And if they're hired away for a head coaching job or a general manager gig, uh, the team that developed them would be compensated with two third-round draft picks in consecutive drafts. You know, that's that's pretty darn good. That's pretty darn good. It got, I needed reasons. It got the 49ers to the championship game. But it didn't, didn't get him a victory. But that's pretty darn good. So the 49ers have quickly capitalized. Now you wonder, and this, this article does not address it, what they learn uh, um, what they learned was a false note about that. What they learned was phony. Because that's 
Better or bad? So, Kaepernick came along and exploited, if you will, the 49ers' commitment to being a leader in inclusivity, what you said, uh, and having diversity, equity, and inclusion. So, I think that there's no reason why the 49ers will be back in the hunt. Uh, certainly, you have to say that the Chiefs will. And the big reason is that that kid at quarterback. As long as that kid is at quarterback, they're going to be tough. He's so multi-talented. He can get away, he can make decisions, he can run the ball, he can throw the ball. He's the core. He's the difference maker. And, and it doesn't take much. It doesn't take much at all. So that's one thing I want to run by is that I was asked, Coach Hall Blocker, is there such a thing as diversity, equity, and inclusion in the NFL? Yes, there is. Yes, there is, but you kind of got to look carefully to see it. And when you're there, you know what you're looking for. You're going to see it. Now, Coach Always Locker in the day is going to run a little longer because the, because of this success of the NFL, the success of the young person there who represents the singing world and the success of the technological world, there are a couple more pieces of this that needed to come together. And it looked as if they've come together. And buddy, it is really going to be interesting See how this changes the country. You know what it is. It's uh, the Battle of Las Vegas. What's Las Vegas' position going to be in the world? I never thought us talk about the world stage. What's the position going to be of the United States of America as represented by? Las Vegas in the world on the world stage. And there's an excellent analysis of that called the battle for global sports supremacy. Now, as we sit in our living room, as I did yesterday, and watch all this stuff happily, I'm aware of the fact that I am involved in a battle for global sports supremacy. And that sports is a sports mecca. We're right back on Ward Scott weather in a moment. Stay tuned. 
Although the owner of Lewis Oil Company maintains she is 29, Lewis Oil turns 60 years old in June. Chevron would like to recognize the North Florida second-generation family-owned business, celebrating its growth and staying power. Lewis Oil Company maintains significant on-hand supplies, strategically located fuel depots, a delivery fleet, on-site service, fuel card locks, and convenience stores. Lewis Oil Company understands its responsibility in the local economy by providing service and delivery on demand and in crisis. As a first responder for 18 Florida counties and the southeast from Texas to Virginia, we are proud of this rare accomplishment. Lewis Oil delivers. All right, coach. Last year, the best party in Gator Nation was a Spurrier's Bison's rooftop. But now, we're in 23. This is Ward Scott, and I want to thank all our sponsors who keep the show going and pay the bills. The Ward Scott Files premium sponsors are Crime Prevention Security Systems, large enough to serve you, small enough to care. Melvin Law, the only official injury partner of the Florida Gators. The Ward Scott Files gold sponsors are Lewis Oil Company, Shoot GTR, On the Spot Dry Cleaners, R&R Construction, and Style Cuts. If you are interested in promoting your business on the show, you can visit our website, www.wardscottfiles.com, and click on the Advertise Here banner on the right side of the page or call my friend Freddie at 352-284-3733. Again, thank you to all the great businesses that support the Wardscott Files. And remember, if you like the show, thank our sponsors and support the businesses that support us. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. May God have mercy on your soul. Or that very much surprises me that you've never been tased. You can't handle the truth! All bees poop. A warthog. He's going to come up the steps. Here he comes. Oh my goodness, and he's huge. Hello, boy. I wonder if we can pet him. Hi, boy. Can we touch him? No, don't. Help me! Help! Help! Welcome back to Ward's Weather. Brought to you by Lewis Oil. Chevron gas, fossil fuel, 65 degrees up to 80, with supposedly severe storms coming. I think by now you can tell that if you're going to get the weather from me, you're not going to get much about climate change and tornadoes. You know, not into it. And it always seems to be overkill. It never comes doesn't happen, and there you sit. Uh, supposedly, severe weather. Atlanta's going to get it. The southern USA. Oh, well. I hope not. Hope you guys are okay to Atlanta and places like that. But, good. I know you did get it in California. You got it pretty good there. And uh, that was not... 
best place to be for a happy camper. <clears throat> Super Bowl we're talking about comes once a year. I don't know. I lost track. 58 years. I don't remember. I do remember the first one. <clears throat> Imagine that. I remember the first Super Bowl. That must make me special. I, mean, I don't want to be special. But there you are. And uh, plantation reminded me that there are plenty of other things going on, too, in the sports world, one of which is motor car racing at Daytona 500. But unless you've been to Daytona lately, the beach is not what it was. Not that they any longer race on the beach. It's not what it was. And the eerie. A lot of the beach is gone, so to speak. So, Las Vegas, wow, has been steadily working on its transformation, rising up out of the desert where there is no water into a sports mecca. Into a sports mecca built around gambling, unsavory vices, depends on who you are if you think that. Uh, focus on tourists, um, no clocks, great food. <clears throat> and basically, a town built on boxing and betting. And it was a desert home. Uh, now, was it boxing and betting? And now has become <clears throat> the desert home of a Formula One Grand Prix, one of the NFL's most storied franchises, a Stanley Cup winning hockey team, a champion WNBA outfit, <clears throat> and just yesterday, Super Bowl. And by the way, if you want to take a look at women's sports, that game, Sunday, sold out between those two college girl teams, Iowa and Nebraska, was amazing. <clears throat> Absolutely amazing. Women's basketball Competitions are starting to sell out. So, in anticipation of the limits of boxing and betting, Las Vegas is diversifying. It has become a uh, home, and you'll see it become more of a home to things like football, basketball, things we just mentioned. It's happened all, all this has happened basically uh, in the last 10 years to where, as they say in the country, I love to say that phrase, to where the city has now become 
one of, if not the sports hub in the United States and the world. And we say one of, because Saudi Arabia is trying to compete. And they're having some big sporting events on glamorous cities that literally have risen right out of the sand. And so it's no coincidence that on Super Bowl weekend yesterday, LIV Golf, LIV Golf, the Roman numeral, is also in town as a Saudi back circuit barnstorm around the globe. So it came to town too, which means that Vegas' rise as a sports power is uh, hosting America's biggest sporting event. So I won't be around to see this. Uh, you guys who are young will be. The deserts in both these countries, <clears throat> they promise to be pretty amazing. And I know you must have done what I've done, lying in over this town at night and look down there and see the earth as a black carpet, sparkling diamonds on it as you fly over it. And you fly over it miles and miles till you realize, hey, that's Las Vegas. So, it's um, quite something. And you've had uh, a big sporting event there now, successfully. You notice there was no violence, there was no uh, untoward activities. That's going to go a long way toward promoting the place. Uh, you uh Realize the National Basketball Association is on fire as well. I mean, it is really um, something exciting to watch, and it will continue to be. So keep your eye on Las Vegas. Legalize sports wagering. I don't get it, but it's no longer a dirty term or dirty activity. It is here. To stay in 2018, the Supreme Court struck down the federal law that prohibited states from authorizing sports well, I'm sure everything possible was voted on yesterday. Everything possible. And Saudi Arabia is on the same path. Um, 150,000 hotel rooms in Las Vegas. Population has increased by about 10% to around 650,000 since 2010. It's come along. Come along. So yesterday was more uh, than just it's a bogey. It was a predictor. On top of that, there is one more development I wanted to share with you. And when I say the word, I'm gonna I'm gonna say to you, I don't I don't like the word. I don't like the activity. The word 
is streaming. Streaming. I know. I know. It's a way you can watch the live event on your computer, on your TV. You got Disney, ESPN, Fox, Warner Brothers, all these teaming up now to create a media behemoth that's willing to upset people get excluded from it, and not care about them being upset. Even the NFL could be left out of it by these people and not care about being upset. Um, I'm watching. I'm watching. And I hear people say, well, I did away with cable. I got Roku or not this or that. Well, that doesn't mean much to me. I, I just don't. I don't want to get down that, go down that path where every oddball thing that comes. Hey, I'll go back to the days of a rabbit ear, for God's sake. I was so glad to get rid of rabbit ears. And then after rabbit ears, my father went up on the roof and put an antenna and tied it to the chimney. And then finally, I think it was in the 70s here in uh, Angel, there came along a cable company, cable TV. So these companies uh, pay NFL and the NBA uh, billions of dollars to show them. Um, and the cable world makes this math work. Because even the households that don't watch that stuff still pay ESPN for it to appear on their monthly bill. So you're paying, I'm paying, for all kinds of things we don't use. Speak that one thing we do use. As long as that service was kept down, <clears throat> around forty or fifty dollars a month, well, it seemed to work. If it gets much above that, it won't do it. So keep your eye on that number. That's the number that keeps that thing going. I don't know. You know, we've now got, of course, as you do know, we do know. We've got the Dick Tracy watch. Can you believe it? Do you remember who Dick Tracy was? Meanwhile, here's an article on The U.S. workforce. I found this interesting. This data appeared in the journal. I'm going to give you some things to think about. 
of the U.S. workforce. Yeah, workforce. Almost uh, 96% of all dental hygienists, for example, are women. Lauren Weber and Stephanie Stahm did the statistical analysis of this. Six out of seven lawyers are white. And the racial and ethnic makeup of paralegals, hairdressers, and dietitians closely mirrors that of the overall U.S. workforce. Everybody wants to know what this means. You know, they notice that many occupations skew heavily toward one gender or race, leading to a workforce where 96.7% of preschool and kindergarten teachers are women, two-thirds of manicurists and pedicurists are Asian, and 92.4% of pilots and flight engineers are white. For about 200 occupations, the numbers are too small to analyze. For example, people in the funeral home business, only about 12,000 people in the funeral home business. So, it's hard to get that down. Ship's captains, hard to get that down. Breaking this data down a little further becomes kind of interesting. Um, Dobbs was the highest share of female workers. Skin care specialist. A skin care specialist. 99% of skin care specialists. 96.7% are preschool and kindergarten teachers. 96.4% are legal secretaries and administrative assistants. Dental hygienists, 95.7%. Speech language pathologists, 94.3%. Now that is jobs with the highest share of female workers. Jobs with the highest share of math workers are construction. Construction workers, 99%. High players. 
98.6%. Brick Masons, 98.5%. Bus Drivers, 98.4%. This is interesting. Which jobs have the highest share of white, black, Hispanic, and Asian workers? Well, it's kind of interesting because the race and ethnicity makeup of U.S. workforce is about 50-50. And here's why. If you're white, to answer the questionnaire in the job site, wherever they give it to you, about race and ethnicity, If you're white, you say white. If you're Hispanic, black, Asian, all that can pass for anything. It can pass for its own category. If they're looking for Asian, you put Asian. If you're looking for color, Person of color, you got four different subcategories to count. So it's really hard to tell which jobs have the highest share of white workers and which jobs have the highest share of Hispanic or Latino workers or black workers. Or Asian worker. But if you do break it down, then you get the following. The highest number of Asian workers in this category at 64.8% of manicurists and pedicurists are Asian. Medical students, 41.1%. Software developers, 36.3%. Physical scientists, 29.7%. Black workers, postal service, 48.4%. Nursing assistants, 38.1%.
security guards. 36.7%. Postal service clerks. 36%. Probation officers, 34.9%. Interesting. My time's doing here. So you have three categories of worker in the U.S. workforce. You have Hispanic or Latino, Black, Asian, White, but Hispanic and Asian could move around in that category depending upon how the questions asked and what they're looking for. Now, one good thing about this that I've always thought, I came to university and all you needed to do, basically, was graduate from a high school in the state of Florida with a gentleman's C. You come to college here. You didn't have to compete with some Brainiac from Massachusetts because they wanted to be MIT's representative and Florida wanted to be MIT. And it always kind of bothered me that if you played the game the latter way, the way we are now, who's going to be your... Um, Your resupply, your resupply belt. Who's going to be on the conveyor belt? Because, hey, they want to be in on legacy. Legacy is my mama went here, my grandmama went here, and I want to come here. I don't care what it is. You got to have some of that. Well, those of us, those of us who made the C's, won't come back and give to the college. I bet you I haven't done the stats, but those of us who are C students, so to speak, now I want to know how much we've given to the university. How many go? How many go? Because it was more than just a grade factory; it was an experience. So some colleges and state legislatures have recognized that you need to do more to encourage legacy admissions. And diversity is not a bad thing where legacy admissions are important. Granting special 
consideration to the granddaughter of someone who financed a new library on campus might be elitist and unfair to somebody whose seat you take, but it isn't unconstitutional. Well, have a great day. I hope you have recovered from this constant rah, rah, rah. Now I hear there's a college game tonight. I didn't even know that. I mean, how can there be one more college game? I mean, are you serious? Are you serious? Am I right or wrong? I've got to look at the chat line. Is there one more college game for tonight? Amazing. Well, for his, I guess I'll sit in my chair and watch it. Warthog Command Center out.